0: Click on the big red Tell Me More button and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and and. and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes. That gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We, we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't, we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next. And instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week. That's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Sheila Walsh joined us all the way from Ireland and shared an amazing story of a time in her life when she didn't trust her. Yes. And instead she followed her doubt, which felt safer. Sheila, I got to ask you a f- quick favor. W- would you help us to give an example, a couple of examples maybe, of, of how important it is for us to pay attention to that inner guidance, to follow our yes. And let's start here. If you wouldn't mind sharing a quick story of a time you did not follow your yes, maybe you didn't even realize you had one at the time, but now you look back and you're, it's, it's so clear. You're like, geez, my, my inner guidance system was screaming at me and I didn't pay any attention. Tell us about that time.
1: Well, I've had loads of those times, especially (laughs) in relationships, because I think my mental um, thought process takes over and runs for safety, rather than kind of listening to the intuition. I suppose one of the biggest ones was I was in Atlanta for three months, and I was considering staying on, or I was considering coming back to Ireland. But really, I was 90% staying on. um, And I was going to do some kind of internship there and kind of develop some skills I hadn't really looked at in a while. And I spoke to somebody who I was in a relationship with or was previously, and their immediate response was to come home um, and we could get married. So I knew this person for years and I knew, first of all, marrying them wasn't a good idea, but I also knew they had no intention of getting married. But my mental capacity, my, my, my fear said, well, it's safer to go because you've invested all this time into building a relationship with them. And they're telling you that, they'll, that you can get married and you can create a commitment and, you know, um, have these things, this safety that I was seeking out through relationships. So I left. So I left kind of this new journey that I'd started. I returned back to Ireland and I returned back to a situation that was exactly the same before I left, which was the reason for leaving. And I jumped like I couldn't say stepped. I jumped back into an even worse dynamic and an even more codependent situation than I'd ever been in previously. And, you know, I knew, I knew on the plane, I knew for the year following, I, there, there wasn't a not knowing, but there was a lack of trust in myself. I didn't trust myself to, to make the right decision by, by saying no and staying on and saying yes to these new opportunities. Um, and so I, I went with kind of what I considered at the time the safest option even though every part of me was screaming out. Um, and even for the year that followed, it, it continued to scream out. Um, so that was one of the times I didn't follow my yes to stay and, and I retreated to safety, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great example, thank you. And and I think you're you're definitely on, that's what we do, is because our yes doesn't tell us what happens when we follow it. Mm. And so we only get one piece of the, you know, the, the stepping stones at a time and so, we go. Uh, that doesn't. I don't know where that leads, so it doesn't feel safe. So I'll go back to what I know.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, let's flip this around then. Let's take a look at a quick story of a time when not only did you have a clear yes, but you you recognized it and you followed it. Tell us that story.
1: Well, I I was doing an apprenticeship as a chef and I was doing quite well actually in in my career and I was kind of ahead of anyone my age and I was also kind of ahead in the area and I remember one day speaking to we'll say my head chef at the time and saying you know I just want to travel and he said what's stopping you and I realized that I was in a job that I liked but I didn't love and I really really wanted to go to India but I knew that there was financial requirements to do that. There'd be time requirements. I like could have to step away from college, from my apprenticeship. I'd have to let people down. I'd have to um, tell my parents. <laughs> and I, I kind of, I wasn't sure. And it, it kind of lingered a little bit. So I went to Boston for a little bit and I came back again. And then when I came back, I actually decided that I was going to do it. So I gave myself eight weeks. And I could feel like every part of me was saying, like, do what it takes. So I gave myself eight weeks. I got a I got a job for eight weeks. Um, by the flying date, let's say, I had all the money saved. I had I had all my um my flights and all all of that sorted. So I went, and that was the first trip of five, and that was a massively um extraordinary time in my life because. I went from being everything that was safe and doing everything, like my career was going really well and everything was moving forward. And I went from that to laying down my apprenticeship, which I spent years trying to convince a particular type of um, chef to take me on. And I'd spent years investing in this journey. And now I was putting it all down. And it was really scary, but there was this voice that just kept saying, "You you you can at least try, you can at least try. And I guess five trips later, within the period of two years, I did five trips that lasted two months a trip. I realized that if I had stayed, I wouldn't be anywhere different today. First of all, I wouldn't be doing the work I do now, but I also wouldn't be different as a person. But those five trips matured me in a spiritual, psychological way that I could never have paid for or I could never have journeyed. Um, And only going to a third world country, only seeing what I saw, only experiencing what I experienced would actually allow me to maybe step into my power and step into the kind of future that I wanted um, and stop me playing small. So that was one of the most amazing things that I've done. And it was the courage it took. I won't say it wasn't scary. It took so much courage, but it was worth it. And there was always this little voice that was like, you know, just go this time, you know, just do your best this time. Um, you know, don't play safe this time, you know, really take a chance. And it, and it's really served me and it served me massively. And um, to this day, some of the things I learned on those trips have been the foundation to the choices I make.
0: Oh, I, I bet. That's amazing. And you gave such a great example of it. it it's just one piece at a time. And mm. it's, it's like, mm, I don't know where this is leading exactly, but I need to do this trip now. And it leads you to places you never could have imagined when you open up to it. And it does take courage. Absolutely, it Mm. takes courage because it is an unknown. But at the same time, there's a reason you have that voice inside of you nudging you and going, this is the thing. Don't Mm. worry about the rest of it. I got you. Just take this step and you'll see. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much. So quick question, Sheila. How do you recognize the difference between a yes, a piece of inner guidance, or just your mind trying to convince you?
1: Um, well, for me, when it's a yes, I don't know the outcome. Usually it's, it's about trusting myself and the process. When it's my mind, I'm fixated or kind of trying to control something or remedy something through my actions. So when I feel moved to do something without necessarily a plan to why or what it's going to mean... That's usually when it's my intuition Um, and that's usually when it serves me. I could never have known that trip to India was going to be life changing. Yeah. Um, You know, if I had decided to stay cooking, let's say, I could have logically told you why it was good for me. Um, And I think that's the difference for me. If something moves me even without a guarantee um, or I feel called without any guarantee or any future plan for it, it's usually my intuition.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your stories with us.
1: No problem, thank you for asking.
0: You're welcome. Amy baglin the founder of the Meet Mindful Dating site, shares an amazing distinction between following that super intense chemistry and following your yes. So Amy, to help us kind of illustrate the importance of following your yes, following that internal guidance, I would love it if you would share a story with us of a time when, well, you did not follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't realize you had one. But now when you look back, you realize, man, this was so clear. Your gut was telling you what to do, and you still didn't do it. Tell us about that time.
2: The time that I did not follow my yes. There's multiple versions of this. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Good. You can be in the club then.
2: Yeah, right. Um... I have, like many people experienced that um, that when you meet someone and they have that intense intense chemistry, and it's that kind where you're buzzing all over and you can't stop thinking about someone and you're so d- just distracted and ungrounded and it's exciting and your body's like on fire and and all of that um, just super single focused chemistry excitement. Um, I think everybody knows what this feels like. And, and I used to think that that's what like the beginning of any great relationship (laughs) looked like. (laughs) And, um, and, and it always got me in trouble. Oh my God, I would meet these men and, and I would feel that way. And, and so would he, and we would start this relationship and then like you know, in a matter of a couple of months, it just would just poof, you know, that part's gone. And suddenly we're in like a pretty, uh, less than ideal situation where, you know, there may have been a huge red flag. Actually, that's always what it is. There's a huge red flag that had been ignored. And it's almost like the chemistry, like blinded the red flag radar. And, um, I I kind of gave up. I gave up the right to follow that type of chemistry anymore. Um because every time it got me in trouble and I would start looking at, you know, what what all of these amazing ex love experts and relationship experts would would and teachers would speak about when it came to this type of chemistry and and it's it's dangerous and I it can be tamed, and you can get to know each other first, and all the stuff that can help mitigate the risk of that. But I, I fell victim to that a lot, and um, and I'm I'm happy to have overcome that.
0: That's fantastic, Amy. Thank you for sharing that. So let's flip this around. Let's let's take take a look at a moment in time when you did have a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story.
2: I remember when I met Joe, I had, you know, like we went, I I just said earlier in this call that our first date was to the Avett Brothers concert. And I remember that he would like, he kind of lightly touched my lower back and I felt it all throughout my body. And, you know, it was incredible. And um, there was something different though. There was something about that chemistry between us that allowed me to stay extremely grounded. And I, I wasn't distracted by my, what was going on I was I felt supported I felt like what was going on between us was an additive thing in my life not like this new exciting thing that was taking over my life and um I always felt grounded when it came to being with him and I and I think the difference between just looking at the difference between how I felt in the past in meeting someone and having that just like insane dangerous chemistry versus meeting someone and having incredible chemistry but having it feel extremely grounded um, is something that I was a huge yes to. And the beautiful thing was I was conscious of it too. And, and I was I was really happy to, to know that I found something that felt really safe. You know, that, that type of crazy chemistry does not feel safe. And it can't, because it's not safe, you can't feel grounded. And so um, I was a, a huge yes to that experience when we first met.
0: That's really cool. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, you've actually had both sides of the equation, both when you did follow your yes and when you didn't all happening around that same environment of meeting somebody and noticing for you, what was that, that visceral experience that said, okay, this is a good thing or this isn't. Yeah. That's huge.
2: Hmm. Yeah, thank you. I hope that's helpful. That's super helpful.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview, You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.